Thank you, Harry. Okay. Recording as of now, Rabbi welcome to the Haralvanon slash Yomi edition. Today is Friday, Erev Shabbat HaGadol, Parshat Sav. We are about to begin um, here in Dav Chav Zayin Amubet. For those who are following online, it's the Mishnah, Dav Chav Zayin Amubet, towards the bottom. Says the Mishnah as follows. Welcome, Mark. Anything that is source was a, a, a tree, anything that was sourced from a tree, like canvas or anything else, and you can't use it for Ner Shabbat because it won't light well. Ela Pishtan, the only thing that's allowed is Pishtan, which is flax. Okay. Now, another side rule, nothing to do with Shabbat, is this. Anything that comes out of a tree, Now, let me explain to you what this means. We say this all the time. Rarely do we know what in the world we're talking about. Tumat uh, Olim is as follows. If you have a Ohel, I'd like to welcome and admit the two brother-in-laws who came on exactly at the same time, Michael Solomon and Ralph Sutton. Welcome both at the same time. I don't know how you pulled that off from two different houses, but that's pretty good. So now... Um, think alike, Rabbi. Good. Next time, I wish both of you would think a little earlier, seven minutes late. Now, Tumat Ohalim El means the following, Avi. If you have a house, okay, and in your house, uh, you have a dead body law later. That house, everything in the house is Tameh. Now, that's not too much Ohalim that we're talking about. We're talking here about the actual structure becoming Tameh. So if you have a dead body in the house, does the actual structure become Tameh? Answer to that question is, depends what it's made out of. The only thing that comes out of a tree, that when you make a house out of it, it, the house itself will become Tameh from the dead body in it. The only item that's like that is Pishtan, is flax. And that's the second point in the Mishnah, which really has zero, zero to do with our subject of lighting Shabbat candles. But once we mention it, that everything that comes out of the, the etz, you can't light with, Another thing that everything comes out of it is this rule about what makes Tumat Olim, which really will be the subject of the entire Gemara today, just about. But let's see if we can get it clear. Is that the shame I'm trying to make today's daf clearer than yesterday's? Uh, I was talking to other daf teachers. They were telling me that they were also struggling trying to make it clear. I hope that I'm going to win today. You'll let me know with a thumbs up when I'm done if you felt like it was clear. Says the Gemara. The first question the Gemara wants to know is, who told you that flax is a tree? After all, what, no one thinks of flax as a tree. Flax is more like a, it grows if you want. Somebody's going to look it up while I'm the, online, I'm sure. Someone will look it up online and show you how it grows, but it certainly doesn't look tree-like. And the Gemara is questioning, why is the Mishnah presuming that it's a tree? And we're saying, the only thing that comes out of a tree that you can light with is a Pishtan. I didn't even know Pishtan was a tree. Says the Gemara, how do we know? 
says, you know what the source is? The source is a pasuk in Yehoshua regarding Rachav Hazona. Rachav Hazona was a lady who hid in her in her um, attic. She hid the two Jewish spies. There were two Jewish spies that Yeshua sent, and she hid them on her roof. Uh, and um, she saved them. She ended up be- being the guy and becoming a good lady. And the end, it says, the Pasuk says, when she saved them, it says, She brought them up to the roof, and she hid these two spies in the flax of wood. So the fact that it calls it flax of wood, we see that Pishtan flax is a type of wood, and that's why is not a mistake, it's a correct statement. Says the Gemara, which is who the last the second statement in the Mishnah. There's only two statements in the Mishnah. So we just finished explaining the first statement. Now we're going to spend a little bit of time explaining the second statement. Actually, the next stop. Okay, says the Gemara. Who told you that this rule that the only thing that gets Tameh is Pishtan out of wood, the only that gets, gets the Tumat of Olim? Amar Bielazar. So Bielazar is going to give his reason. Gamar, we're learning, Ohil, Ohil. It's a Gizera Shavar from the word Oil, Oil from the Mishkan. Okay, we're now on the top of Chavchet Amural. It says over here by us, This is the Torah of a person who dies in a tent. And since it's, that, that says the word oil. And it says by the Mishkan, And they spread the oil on the Mishkan. Just like the oil that was on the Mishkan. One should know, before we go further, one should know that in the Mishkan, they had a structure that was made by Kedashim, which were uh, beams that are going up. Those were the walls. And the roof was a five-cover roof. There was Pishtan, there was Orot Elim Odamim, there was Ot Hashim, those were all different types of, um, of let's I'll call them garments or or um, tablecloths that were spread over the kedashim, and they provided um, shade or um, protection from the elements for everything in the mishkan. Okay, assuming you'll ever remain on the mishkan. Okay, so now says the gemara. It says. They spread the oil on the Mishkan. Just like the by the Mishkan. Something of Pishtan could be called an oil. So too, when it comes to Tumat Oalim, also uh, that is called an oil. I'll take a big glass of water, please. Thank you. Okay? Says the Gemara. Shizurim 
the Gemara is asking, well, if you're learning it from the Mishkan, so then maybe it has to be exactly like the Mishkan. And just like in the Mishkan, he needed each thread, which was had included in six different threads, because that's how they made the Mishkan. The oil on the Mishkan had one thread including six threads. If so, maybe the only type of of oil that will get to Ma should be something that has the same types of six threads that the Mishkan had. Are we with me? Give me a thumbs up if you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so far so good. Says the Gemara Gemara Shana, Tamud Oman, oil, oil, riva. The fact that it says the word oil a couple of times in the thing comes to teach us not just one type of oil, all types of oils are okay. Mara says, E oil, oil, riva, a few call me Nami. If you're including everything, oil, oil, so then why just Mishtan? Maybe include anything. You make up your mind. How are you going to work it? On the one hand, you say, oh, it's only Mishtan. Then I ask you, well, how do you know it's not exactly like the Mishtan? So, well, it says oil, oil. Well, once you have oil, oil, so why do you include other types of fabrics? Why only Mishtan? So, are you with me, Irving? Baruch Says the Gemara, e oil oil riba. I feel called milinami imken gizirah shiva maya hanile. Says the Gemara, if you learn for everything, then what's the point of gizirah shiva oil oil? Must be it's got to be restricting us to something. So probably we'll restrict it only to pishtag. Ve'ema asked the Gemara, malahalan kirashim afkan kirashim. Maybe you should say the following, just like in the Mishkan, there were kirashim, there were beams, and they were called an oil, and therefore they could, therefore Afghan, so too when it comes to being Tameh, they should also, the kirashim should become Tameh too. Right? And how come the kirashim, which, now by the way, the kirashim were made from wood. And we said the only thing that gets tamer from from it comes from a wood is only pishtan. But the kirashim can also become tamer. Rabbi, so what's wrong? Yes. The Torah, the Gemara now is trying to use the double lashon of ohel ohel to now prove another thing that could become tamer, a secondary. Is that what they're trying to? What we did was we said oil oil. The the, the numerous oils was going to allow. Pishtan, that is not exactly like the Mishkan's Pishtan. The Mishkan's Pishtan was six-fold, had six different threads in it, and we said any Pishtan is good, even if it doesn't have the six threads. And we said, well, how do you know that? So that's because oil, oil. So the Mars says, well, if you got oil, oil, then why are you oil, oil, and oil everything in it? You're going to use the oil, oil for everything else. We can't do that because since we have a Gizashem, it's got to do something, so we use it for this. Now the Gemara is trying something new. The Gemara is saying, well, what about in the Mishkan, there wasn't just a covering, there were also Kirashim in the walls. So why don't the, why don't we say that Kirashim walls can also become Tamer? In our Mishnah, we said the only thing that becomes Tamer is Pishtan. Oh yeah? Well, well, the walls were in the Mishkan, and oil, oil should include them too. Are you with us? And those walls were made out of Atzeh Shadim. They were made out of cedar wood. Are you with me, Mr. Al-Alo? 
Yes, he is. Excellent. Says the Gemara further. Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, the Asita et Kedashim la Mishkan. You should make the Kedashim for the Mishkan. Mishkan karui Mishkan. Ve'en Kedashim karui Mishkan. We see from this Pasuk that the, mish- the Kedashim is not part of the Mishkan. Why? Because the Pasuk says you should make Kedashim for the Mishkan, implying that the Kedashim are not Mishkan. And if so, they cannot get included by this oil of the Mishkan. They're not included with the oil oil because they're not part of the Mishkan. El Ma'ata says the Gemara, it says, It also says you should make a covering for the oil. So let's say the same thing. Let's say that the covering is not called the oil. And if so, then an oil that's made from skins should not become tamer to matoalim. Right? Because it says, V'asita mechseh l'oil Besides for the bottom level of Pishtan, there was another level on top of skins. One from red goat skins and one from the skin of a tahash, which we're going to soon see what it's talking about. So the Gemara is saying now, being that when you buy this theory to exclude the Kedashim, so what you're saying is since it says the Kedashim are la oil, are la Mishkan, so they're not part of the Mishkan. So if so, the orot elim mo'odamim and the rot techashim should also not be part of the oil, and they should not ever become tameh also with tumat oil. Now that, that might be okay, but the Gemara is going to challenge that. Says the Gemara. Why? This of a tameh animal, let's say the skin of a pig, okay? If you use it as a oil on a, let's say you use it as a tent, right? Can it become tameh with the oil on it? So the Gemara says, Hashda, or The Gemara is asking, and if what we're saying is true, that the tahash skin and the Orot anymore, which are the horse skins, can't become tameh in, in the oil. Why would we ask a question? Can a pig skin become oil? I'm sorry to talk about football for you, football fans. Can a pig skin become oil? Who cares if a pig skin? Of course, a pig skin can't become tameh in oil. If even a goat skin and a takash skin can't become an oil. So the Gemara is saying if you follow your logic, the logic should also exclude takash skin and goat skins. And if it does, then why would we allow answer the question about pigskins if we already know that even goatskins don't? Uh, anyone with me? Yeah, okay, good. The rabbi is getting, getting to do this good. Baruch Hashem, Hashem is with us, guys. Says the Gemara, no. Shani Hatam. Over there, it's different when it got regarding the skins. Why? Because the Torah throws it back into the mix. Yes, it was excluded. But then it gets shoved back in. Because it says, and you should carry 
את יריעות המשכן, carry the, the יריעות, the, the, the cloths of the משכן, ואת אוהל מועד, אין אוהל מועד, מכסהו, carry the covering, ומכסה התחש של הרב. And it is also the מכסה הקרן. So the Torah is connecting and making a cash between the top one and the bottoms. And therefore we have a special thing which is calling it an oil, and that's why the skins of goats and the skins of tahashes can become tameh. But you can't connect that to the other case of the kirashim where they cannot become tameh. And everything is cool right now. Now, is everyone understanding what we just said so far? What we just said is going to stand in place. Sam, I'm so happy you're with us. Harry, I didn't see a thumbs up from you or Ralph, but it's okay. Now, um, I want to point out that what we said till now, thanks, Harry. What we said till now is standing, and that's good. The Gemara now is going to goofa. Every time we goofa, Tal, do you know what the Gemara is doing every time we goofa? It's going to take a previously uh, stated statement and go into it. Bingo. Thank you, Tal. Awesome. That's what we had Tal here for. Says the Gemara Gufa. We said in the Mishnah, we said before in Bayi Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar has the following question. Or the skin of a Tame animal, Mahu Shi Tame Tumat Oalim, can the pig skin become Tame Tumat Oalim from something inside of it? That's the question. My Kamibayla. What's his question? Right? Amar of Adabar Abba. Rabbi says, Tachash his question was the following. Tachash Moshe. He wants to know about this Tachashkin that was in Moshe Rabbeinu's time. Tamehaya or Taoraya? Was it a Tameh type of animal? Or was it a tower type animal? Because we know that the Tachashkin can get Tameh. Or you want to know, was it a Tameh animal? Was it a tower animal? And that's what he was asking. Amar of Yosef, mighty Baila, what's your question? Tanina, we know from a writer, Lo huchshinu lemelechet shamayim, ela or behemate ora bilvad. Hashem only lets you use for holy things, Holy animals. We learned that statement. This is a famous statement. I pay attention to the statement. This is a statement in the Brighta that's saying that the only thing Hashem lets for holy things is tahor animals. And therefore, if you use that statement, we're assuming the point of that statement is to tell us that the tachash skin must have been from a tahor animal and not a tameh animal. So we're proving that from this Brighta that the tachash must have been a tahor animal. Mativ Rab Abba, so Rab Abba asked the question. It says, He says there were two coverings. One of the red ram skin, and one of the tahash skin. Okay? Rab Nechemi says, It was only one. And it was like, It was like this. Um, this cat with multicolors. 
So how could you tell me that's a tahor animal? It says it was like a talilan, which has a lot of colors. Answer no. Tal It's like a talilan. But it's not a talilan. The ilu hatam because the talilan is we were just comparing it to the Talilan because it has many colors, but not to say that it's Tameh. So it's not a question. Really, I'll answer you right now. That the Tahash was Tahor. And the reason why we compared it to the Talilan because they both they both have a lot of colors. Amar Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef explains. Iachi, if this is true, it's an interesting thing. If you look at the at the Targum Unculus on the word Tahash, the word is Sas Gona. Now the Sas is with the Samach, but Samachs are interchangeable with, with sins. And the word Sas Gavna means that he is Sas, he is happy, the Gavna with its colors, with its different stripes. And therefore, uh, if we say it's similar to the to the Kala Ilan, that was saying that it's similar in its colors because it's this animal is very, very proud of its multicolored um stripes. Rabba Amar or Bematimea. Let's figure out that the or of a Tame animal that it does become Tame or men, we can learn from here. The Tanya, because we learned in the Brighta. Let me just explain to you. Until now, Rav Yosef had said that only a Tameh, Tahor animal was going to become Tameh and Olamet. Because he was saying that the Tahash was a Tahor animal. Now, Rav is going to say that it can, can become Tameh from the following thing. He says, the Tanya, we learned the Brighta, it says, it says, Or. Okay, from or or ba'or. The, the word, this pasuk is talking about tumat nigaim. Okay, now don't get confused what's going on. We're now throwing in another subject. Subject is tameh in sadat. We know that certain garments can get sadat. The pasuk that's talking about sadat is talking about, it says, pasuk, um, or ba'or. You could have it in your semer, in your pishtan, or in your leather garments. Now, it could have said or or. Why is it or ba'or? From the bet, the extra bet, riba, it's coming to include. That's including or be'ema It's telling you that not only can cowhide become tameh with sanat, but even if you have a snakeskin belt, Right, which is something that ladies do wear. That snakeskin belt can also get sarat on it. And if you get leprosy on your snakeskin belt, you will have to go to Albert Cohen and show it to him. And it's really tamir. Why? How do we know that? Or Sam Shamor? How do we know that? Because, because the extra bet comes to include even tamir animals for sarat. Right. Katsat mikulan. If you took a little piece of of linen, a little piece of 
uh, wool and a little piece of leather, and you made a garment out of all three types, or in any lechet or, that also could become tamim. And therefore, the Gemara wants to do the following. The Gemara wants to say, wants to say, just like you see that if you have tzarat, you could get tzarat on a leather thing that's a snakeskin thing. So too, it could get tamer. We should learn from tzarat to oil and say, well, if it could work for tzarat, it probably could work to get tamer with the oil on it also. Do you see what we just did here, guys? The Gemara is going on a tangent. The Gemara wants to learn from Tzarat to the oil that was that subject till now. You with me, Albert? Albert's good. Kyle, you with me? Yes? Abraham Alalo. Urban? Awesome. Mike? Excellent. Okay. Says the Gemara. The Gemara says, no, maybe you can't learn it. Maybe it's not fair to connect Ohalim to Tzarat, we could say. There's something tougher about Nigaim than there is by Ohalim. Because in Nigaim, not only can a whole garment become Tamer, but even a Sheti, which is a thread that goes this way, or an Erev, which is a thread that goes that way, the thread alone could also become Tamer by Nigaim. So since Nigaim is stricter, who told you you could learn from Nigaim to Olim? Maybe the reason why Nigaim, a snakeskin, could work is because it works Sheti Ba'erev. But Ohalim, which doesn't work Sheti you need the actual a garment, maybe it doesn't work. I actually called my brother on this one this afternoon to clarify how Nigaim could be Taman Sheti Ba'erev. The way he explained to me is that not all strings are made the same. The sheti strings are strings that are spun this way. They spin, they don't spin the, the woof strings. And when they make linen, make garment fabric, the, 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 the strings in the fabric that are going horizontal and there are vertical strings, okay? The vertical strings are spun differently than the, than the horizontal strings. And therefore, when we said sheti it means whether they're vertical strings or whether they're horizontal strings, they can become tamer by the game. But that's a strictness. And therefore, who told you you could compare that to tomat oil? You with me, guys? Awesome, great. Ela gabar mishlatim. Rather, we're going to learn it from tomat of shlatim. Oh, hold on, I got to plug in my thing because it's going to die. We don't want that to happen in the middle of this class on a Friday afternoon. Give me a second. Hold on. Oh, here we go. Ta-da. Okay. We're on AC power, guys. Let's go. Says the Gemara. Ela Gama Shiratim. So, you know what? You can't learn it from Negaim, no problem. We'll learn it from Shiratim that you can use Tabe Animal. The Dada, we're going to the right up. It says by Shiratim, it says the word Or. It says that a beged that's made out either a beged or a skin or a sack could become tamer with a shiritz. And the elaor, I only know or behematurat, but it's a tahor animal, but it's a cow skin. Or behematurat, but a snake skin, minayin, how do we know? Tamudomat or, so it says the word or teaches you that even a snake skin could become tamer with a shiritz. So we'll learn from there. Just like a snake, snake skin could be tamer with a shiritz, it could also be tamer by oil. So we can knock that off. 
You can't compare shiratim, because shiratim could be tamay even up to the size of a lentil. And we know that oil has to be at least the size of a fool. Right? Which we discussed yesterday is for foolish people or people who like fava beans. So says the Gemara. Nigaim yochichu. Nigaim will prove that it's not true. So we're going to learn now from a gizirash, from a, a tzada shaveh of nigaim plus plus uh, shiratim. Yes, you can't learn from shiratim alone. No, you can't learn from nigaim alone. But from the two combinations called tzada shaveh, we're going to try to learn it from now. The strength of this is not like the strength of this, and the strength of this is not like the strength of that. What's the common denominator of Shiratim and Nigaim? Uh, and, um, <laughs> that what, what doesn't make a difference if it's cow skin or snake skin. I'll also bring oil of which even snakeskin, snakeskin will be like a cowskin, it'll be tam, it'll be both become tameh. We'll learn it from the tzada shaveh of the two of them together. Amalei Rabbam mi barnish. So Rabbam mi barnish tells Rabbam, I don't know who, I never heard of this rabbi, but it's a rabbi. He says, he told Ravashi, even if you try to learn from the, from the two of them together, I could knock off the connection. And what do I say? What do the two of them have together? Wolf goats do not become tameh with nigaim, and mitameh be'olamet, but they can become tameh be'olamet. So or be'imati the or of a tameh animal shemitameh, which can be tameh nigaim. Enodim isn't it a kavachomer shemitameh be'olamet? So now we're going to learn from a kavachomer. Ve'ela estigma. If so, had Tanya Rusev. This Tanya Rusev says. Oh, wait, wait, before I go further, guys, I do want to say, I should have mentioned this in the beginning, but that today's class is donated by Mr. David Yadid in, in uh, memory of Mr. Yoshua Ben something. Hold on. Does anyone remember what it is? Hold on. Yeah, no, that's not it. Uh, in memory of Yeshua Ben somebody, but if anyone remembers it, we'll mention it at the end of the class. Let's finish. The Elabot had the Tanya Rusev. This Tanya Rusev says, Lo Shiru Mechshamayim Elo Ol Behemat Torah Bilvad Lamai Hilchata. Okay, so now we're, we're, we're ending off with this. We're learning it from the Kalvachome, that's how we can learn it. But now, if you remember before, we mentioned in Brighta and we said that only a be- orb of a Be'emat Tehorah can become good for Hashem's work, right? Only from a Tehorah animal. <clears throat> now, we thought that that was coming to teach us 
that the oil on the Bemat Tema'ah cannot become Tamer and Oil Hamed. We thought that was the point of the Halakha. Now, now that we see it's not true, and we're learning from this Kalvachomer that the oil of Bemat can become Tamer with Oil Hamed, now we're going to go back and say that original statement that we said that we only use the things of Shabbayim, we only use the whole animals, what's the point of that? We thought it's going to teach us that all I meant. It can't be teaching us the halakha. So what's the point of telling us that this animal, that, that, that they only use for holy things, the whole animals? So now once it's not being used for all I meant, we're going to try to connect it to teach us a, a law about tefillin. Okay. Again, the rule that we were looking, we thought we were using for for oil abet was, and I quote, Hashem doesn't use for melechet shemayim for the work of heaven only tahor animals. Now that we thought was excluding tamei animals from oil abet. It's not because we're including them now. So therefore, we're trying to figure out what this is coming to do. You with me, Avi? Yes. Says the Gemara. This that we learned in the right there, Rabbi Yosef. What's it coming to teach you? It's coming to teach us that Tifilin has to be written on Tahar animals. You can't write Tifilin on the back of a pigskin. The writing Tifilin has to be on a kosher animal. That's what it's coming to teach you. Where's the Tifilin? I don't need you to teach me that from this. this Statement of Rabbi Yosef. I know that Rabbi Pasuk. It says, The Torah of Hashem, when you're writing Tifilin, you're writing the Torah of Hashem, has to be Bifika, has to be on something that could go in your mouth. And from there we learn, has to be from a cow skin and not a pig skin or, or a snake skin. So therefore, I don't need this statement of Rabbi Yosef for that. I would know that from the Pasuk. So says the Gemara, oh, must be talking about the batim, to teach you that the batim of Tifilin, which is also made of cow skin, cannot be made out of pig skin. So says the Gemara. He disconnect. Yeah, he disconnected, but he'll probably come right back in. Albert, just continue teaching. Did anybody call the rabbi? He's back. What? 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 you muted. You muted. You muted, rabbi. I'm sorry, guys. I thought I plugged in the right plug. It was the printer plug that's plugged in, not the computer plug. Now we're back. You could die. I'm going to finish the class. Okay. Let's I'm going to finish the class. Give me another I'm going to take a shot when it's over. Guys, I need another. Right, put your phone on mute. Six minutes to put back to class. Let's go, guys. So it says the Gemara, 
it's coming to teach me about the batim of the of the the batim of the tefillin that they have to be from a kosher animal, and you can't make it out of pigskin. We know that the fact that you tefillin batim has a shin on it, and the shin connects with the dalit in the back. And the yud over here, that's Shin Dal Yud. So since you have Hashem's name, it's Hashem's name. And once you have Hashem's name, we already said that anything with Hashem's name has to be Bepicha, has to be something that's a Tahor animal. So we already know that the Batim can't be from, from a pigskin because it's the same thing as, as, the, as the writing on the clock. Ela Lekorcham B'Seorim. Rather, the reason why we need to put this thing about the Tahor animals is to teach us that the hairs that you tie up the parashiot with have to be from a kosher animal. And the Tofram Begidin, and to sew up the batin, you have to sew, sew it with, um, with veins. Those veins also have to be, or the nerves, those nerves also have to be from a kosher animal. I don't need it for that. I know the Halachal Moshe Misinai. The Tanyas we learned, Tiflim Rubaot, the fact that Tiflim are square, Halachal Moshe Misinai. Nichlesot Besarim Mibrot Begidim, the fact that they're tied up with with hairs and they're, 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 the, the Batim are tied up with sinews or veins. Also, Halachal Moshe Misinai. So therefore, don't tell me that I need the person for that. I know it anyway. Ela Lilitsuot. Moshe says, oh, I need it for the straps, to tell me that the straps have to be from a cow and not a snake. That too I don't need. says, the fact that the straps are black, the says, no. You're right. I told us that they have to be black, but didn't teach us that it has to be from a cow. It could have still been from a snake and black. And therefore I do need this thing to teach me that it can't be from a snake. Okay, and that's how we're ending off. We're ending off at the the this pasuk or this statement of Rabbi Yosef that says that Hashem only uses blechet tamayim tahor animals is coming to teach us that the straps of tefillin cannot be from snakes, even though we knew they had to be black. We didn't know what animals they're from. That we know from this Rabbi Yosef business. Are we good? Yeah, <laughs> It was its own type of creature. The rabbis weren't sure if it was a domesticated animal or a wild animal. It had one horn in its forehead coming out. The stachash had one horn in the forehead. It only came around to Moshe Rabbeinu exactly at that time. It wasn't around beforehand. Uh, Moshe made a mishkan out of it, and then it got lost, and we can't find it no more. 
Now, the fact that we said there was a unicorn and had only one horn coming out of its forehead, so we know that it was a tahor animal. How do you know? Because Yehuda says, we know that the shore that Adam and Yishon used as a korban had only one horn and Adam wouldn't offer a Tameh animal, right? And the word Makrin, we're assuming, is a one-horned animal. Ask the Gemara. Makrin Tarti. Makrin says it has two horns. Mashma. Makrin Ktiv. Yes, it's written, it's written Mikrin, but it's read Mikran. Mikran is singular and therefore is a unicorn. So Gemara says, Let's assume that if, if Adam Arishon sacrificed it, not only was it a Tahor animal, let's assume that it also was a Behemah, not an Of. So why is the rabbi saying, oh, we're not sure if it was a wild animal or a domesticated animal. If Adam offered it, probably it wasn't a Behemah animal. Where it says, no. Since it ha- there is an animal called Kenesh, which is a wild animal, and it only has one horn, so maybe we could say that this also was a type of Chaya, and that's why they weren't sure, but they were sure that it was the horn animal because it had this one horn, which is comparable to the one Adam Rishon had. We're going to stop at this Mishnah. I just want to say a few words about... Uh, Shabbat Agadol, if you don't mind. I'm going to record it and send it to everyone afterwards. Give me a second. Voice memo. Rabbi, quickly, while you're setting that up, um, is is 9 o'clock a more convenient time than 8.30 tomorrow night for you? Uh, yes. 9 p.m., I should tell everybody? Last time, 8.30 was hard after Shabbat. That's, that's what I figured. So I'm going to say, I'm going to, 9 o'clock, I'm going to put on the chat. Thank you so much. Okay. Welcome, everyone. I just want to point out to everyone that we're in Shabbat HaGadol this week. Um, Shabbat HaGadol is, a, is the Shabbat that Hashem made miracles for Klai Yisrael in the desert. Every, in, in Mitzrayim, every Jew had a attached to his house in the full view of all the Goyim. He had a goat or a sheep that they were about to slaughter and Hashem protected every Jewish house on Shabbat HaGadol, that greatness that makes it Shabbat HaGadol. Our tefillot are that Hashem is going to protect every single one of our homes on Shabbat HaGadol as well. And just like we're seeing that God, that even though we had a lot of news that was hard, we know that a lot of the rabbis of the community who were hospitalized and maybe the rabbis and the doctors had given up hope, but they are coming home and a lot of them came home today, a bunch of them. These are all due to our Tipilot Rabotai. We are in times where we can make our Shabbat Shabbat Agadol. We can make the Shabbat great. We can be dressed for Shabbat 100% on Shabbat as if it's a regular Shabbat. No reason why not. And we can make our Shabbat focused on the laws of Pesach. Like we're supposed to do in Shabbat Agadol, we're supposed to focus on laws of Pesach. I want to point out that we, those who need to sell chametz this year, 
you could send an email to the following email address and I will follow up with it after you have it. It's called sendmeaform at gmail.com. Send me a form at gmail.com. They will send you back a form that you could fill out. I could show you how to do it and we can send it in and do all our comments um, selling online. Um, all the different that we could do over the over Shabbat, we should focus on, if you have a sefer at home, try to look at the sefarim and try to look over the laws of the sefer. If you don't have one, take a Haggadah and start looking through your Haggadah to try to prepare for your sefer. I was telling a few people today that we have a tremendous opportunity this sefer. Being home with, a, with, a, with one child or two children or just our wife means that we can have maybe the holiest sefer ever. Often we feel a little stichy or embarrassed to be by parents or in-laws and try to keep the whole night focused, like the Rambam says, keep the whole night focused on Yitziat Mitzrayim. But when we're home with only our families and not extended families, it is, it is an opportunity that Hashem is sending us that we could keep our entire night focused on Hashem. How do we do this? Rabotai, you can't do it without preparing. If you're not prepared beforehand, if we don't use our Shabbat today, it's going to be busy the whole week, but we have an entire Shabbat to prepare. How are we going to get our kids ready for this? How are we going to say it to our wives? How are we going to think of the right Torah that will be good for our wives and children and make sure that our Sipur Yisrael this year is going to be better than every every year? Bezat Hashem, this will be the Pesach Hagadol that Hashem is going to be proud of all of us the way we're acting. Bezat Hashem, everyone should have a successful, happy Shabbat. Shabbat shalom. Thank you, Rabbi. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom, Rabbi. Shabbat shalom, Rabbi. Bye-bye.